Hello. Hi, Hallie. Hello. How are you? <laughs> it worked. It worked. We figured it out. Thank you. Oh you my bet. gosh, you guys. I can't wait for you to hear from Hallie, my guest today, Hallie Sawyer, who has an amazing podcast called The Odd Life. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So Hallie, tell uh, how we met was through our friend Jen, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How awesome. And yes. tell, yeah, just, we talked, you had me on your past podcast. Yes. Yes. That relationship, but we got to talk about it here as well. So that's right. So yeah, Jen, just, yeah, Jen, Jen Gilhoy. Um, I, I think I saw an Instagram post and she had a picture of you two together and I think you were doing a sauna together and I was like, Ooh, I need to figure out who this gal is. And so I followed you and then you reached out and, and that's the end of the, the being strangers. We, we ended in the up, beginning. Yes. The beginning. So we connected, yeah. we've got so much in common, which I'm so excited about. And, uh, yeah, I'm so glad we got to, uh, to find each other, honestly. Me too. Me too. Cause that is truly the connection in this, you know, when you're, well, I'm 48 and mm-hmm. we try a new thing, this alcohol-free journey. It's a little scary and finding community. Is, I think, and I'm just really good at reaching out and saying, hey, I think I like your vibe. Let's chat. I'm <laughs> so kind of the same way. I'm the same way. I think as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm 50, almost ready to turn 51. And I'm kind mm-hmm. of the same way. I think, I think friends have, have kind of shifted for me. I have different interests, especially now being alcohol-free and we can get into that, but uh, yeah, I have a, I kind of have no problem reaching out. I've done that a few times in my local area. Like, hey, you yep. seem like somebody I want to get to know. Do you want to go grab coffee or something? And I've done that. And um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at the same time, I feel like now, I think I just know myself better, maybe perhaps yeah. now that I feel like yeah. I can be more confident in doing that. And um, yeah. yeah, so awesome. yeah, I love it. Yeah, so share a little bit. So this is, you know, I do like to talk about the alcohol-free journey on my podcast mm-hmm. with people just so other can, people can relate to even anything my guests say or myself or anything to just so that people know they're not alone. So sure. what led you, you know, quick bio about you and your fam and sure. and what started pointing you kind of in like, ooh, the alcohol-free relationship needs to change or our alcohol relationship needs to change. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So quickly about me, I am, um, I'm uh, a mom of of three, all adult kids. Basically I've got one more at home. He's 17, but I've got one in college and one just graduated last year. She's off in the real world doing her thing. So we're almost empty nesters. Um, I've been married to my husband for 25 years and we were college sweethearts. Uh, We live in the Kansas city area. And, uh, I kind of came into myself kind of later in life. I'm, I'm a, I consider myself a podcaster as well. That's kind of now my, my title. Uh, and before that I got into blogging and writing and I did some freelance writing when my kids were younger and kind of got into that burnout phase a little bit of it. Cause it was just starting out into the local market and was writing a lot of articles that I didn't have a lot of honestly interest in, but I was writing it for just the experience of it. And mm-hmm. then as my kids were getting busier and busier, I became kind of burnt out on it because I was, it's not a lot of money when you write for your local magazines. And so I put a hold on it and really started to question all about myself. And that's really where a lot of my, kind of personal development journey started was trying to figure out, okay, what do I really want? I mean, I've been a mom for so long. I was a stay home mom and I was trying to figure out kind of who I really was. Like I've attached myself to being a mom for so long. I lost kind of who the true me was. 
And so I went down this uh, journey. I'd been doing kind of the health journey for a while, eating better, cleaning up my diet. That kind of happened because of a lot of chronic health issues, but I really hadn't addressed the mental and just the wellness side of it um, from that angle. And so mm-hmm. started to look into workshops and reading all the books. And, and eventually I started following different people that were kind of living the life I wanted to live that were more self-assured and doing big things in the world and trying to just really not say align myself with people, but trying to f- surround myself with information and, and pay attention to people that are out there that were having the correct mindset, the mindset that I wanted. And, mm-hmm. and that led me to, uh, there was a, a challenge that came up and I had done like a lot of like 30 day cleanses and, and things like that. And the year prior to me doing this, it was actually early 2018. I did a, um, a 90 or a 30 day cleanse, like just, you know, dry January kind of thing, like eating better and not drinking for the month. And honestly, I hadn't gone without drinking for probably more than two weeks at a time in my whole entire life. And I started drinking when I was 15. Sorry, mom. Now that you know. Uh, (laughs) So, um, and so I ended up, well, I think that's like very, very common. Mm -hmm. So common, Mm -hmm. you know, for many of us. So, yeah. And, uh, and so then I ended up, um, you know, kind of cutting back a lot that year. Just really, I liked the way I felt. I did go a little longer than the 30 days. And so I was like, okay, this kind of feels good. But I never really explored it as ever uh, just taking a break from it, slowing down a little bit. Because prior to that, I mean, I'm a, we're big football fans in our family. And every fall, it's like tailgate, tailgate, tailgate. Go see, <laughs> go see, yeah. our, go see our friends' kids play football. And, and you know, it's uh, concerts. And for whatever reason, the falls are really busy time in our social calendar. And my daughter played soccer in college and high school. And, and so again, like fall was always super busy and our anniversary, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas kind of obviously, yeah, they they came to your head, right? Like as reasons why you shouldn't. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So every fall, I I think every January post, you know, the fall and into the holiday season was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta take a chill, you know? So I did. And it started to feel better. I'm like, okay. And then it came around to, August, end of August of that year. And there was a person I was following. Um, she's considered kind of a leadership, you know, individual and mindset and all those things. And she had suggested um, there's like a, the last 90 days. So rather than, and the concept is to finish a year strong rather than like, let it go to hell. And then you have to start, you know, basically right. clawing up to like ground level just at January one. So the idea was to, you know, cut out, you know, drinking more water, um, getting you know the right amount of sleep, exercising every day, and one of the things was giving up a food category <laughs> that you know something that wasn't good for that you knew wasn't good for you. And initially, I came to mind was like, oh, dairy. All summer we've yeah. been doing you know the cheese dip at the Mexican restaurant and all these <laughs> other things, and I just yeah. yeah, dairy just doesn't sit well with me. So like, let me do dairy. I'll cut that out for a while. And then there was a little voice in my head that was like, well, what about alcohol? And like I said, I. I had done alcohol, you know, cutting back that year, but at easy times, like everyone kind of does make a dry, dry January. It's a little dead time. There's not a whole lot going on until maybe middle of March when then St. Patty's day comes around and and then I can kind of cut back and then all summer, you know, we kind of have a little more, but I was really pretty mild in comparison to how my, usually the end of summer and fall goes. And so I was like a little voice, it literally was like a little voice in my head that said, um, but what about alcohol? Could you do it now? Could you do it this time of the year? And I'm, I think you're like me. I'm like, whenever I get a little challenge like that, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do this. Let's see what yep. I, 
let's see what I'm made of. And yes. so um, I did it. That's when our anniversary is too, was in the fall. So uh, I started to, to go down that road and, and uh, yeah, that's, that's where my alcohol free journey started with, was at the 90 day challenge of going alcohol free uh, for myself. Before, before January. Yeah. One. Yeah. That's before awesome. January one. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. so cool. And, and my thing was that Nashville trip. Mm-hmm. I was taking in March and this was December. I was thinking about it. And like I said, there's always something that we can bring up that's going to happen that mm-hmm. gives us the reason not to, but I love how we both switched it to being, whew, that's going to be a tough challenge. And if I can muster through that and, you know, it, it just means a lot more when you're actually the one saying to yourself, I know this is going to be harder now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> right. 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 So what did you feel, you know, how about your reaction from any friends? Oh boy. Family. That's a big one. Usually. Yeah. Huge. Cause I was, you know, I was known in our little fun group of friends as, you know, I'm always up for a great cocktail. I'm always up for a couple of margaritas. And I was, yeah. I tended to be the one that was like, I should, I could have two glasses of wine and be okay. But it was always that third glass that sent me a little over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I had, and I, I, had a real hard time switching that off. And so in our group, uh, I was always like, if we're at live music, for sure, I'm going to pretend my alter ego, I always say is pink. I'm, I'm <laughs> for sure air guitaring it. I'm doing like, I'm, I'm in the, you know, I, come I, love out, it. I, I kind of, you know, like uh, had a different persona when I drank yeah. and I was always up for having a cocktail. And so when I went to these, these things, we'd go up to dinner after maybe a football game or, you know, would show up and I'd try to do all the same things. I wasn't trying to pull back from any social calendar, but I would show up and just ask for water. And, and, uh, initially I think my husband for sure would step in and go, she's doing this challenge. She's doing this 90 day challenge. And I was kind of just going to keep it like lay low in a second. Now I'm just having a water, but I think he felt a little, not to throw him under the bus, but I think he felt a little like having to justify or explain why I wasn't initially. Mm-hmm. And then that changed over time. But I said initially, I think too, I'd go, oh, yeah, I'm doing this challenge of not drinking for the next 90 days or whatever. And at first it was okay. And then as things kind of got going, I did reference it. I just said, you know, I just don't, I'm just taking a break from it right now. And, and people, um, I kind of got a lot of different reactions. I had gone to a, a 50th birthday party and I had some friends that were, you know, but God, our kids had grown up together basically. And they're like, oh, come on. It's, it's a lot more fun when you drink and this and that. And just kind of throwing things out there. And of course, they've had quite a few drinks under their belt by this time. So there was no inhibitions. There's no like, you know, there's a lot right. of actually. So they just would say whatever came to mind without really thinking, I think, probably what they were saying. And uh, I just would let it kind of let it go and laugh and whatever. And I just was like, no, I'm great with water. I just had to keep saying, no, I'm great with water. Thanks. And just, mm-hmm. um, not trying to over justify it was kind of my goal because I didn't feel like I necessarily wanted to open up that can of worms of that big conversation. I just wanted to keep right. it simple. And well, so and I just, and you were yeah. probably worrying about that day, not the next day and not 30 days yeah. from then. And you know, like it's, it's kind of like your thing and, and you don't have to share it with everybody. I think that's yeah. something we all want to share with you guys too. Like you can, you know, white lie it a little bit if you need to, mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm. through those uncomfortable yeah. times. And a thousand percent very do what, do what you need to do. <laughs> yes. To make it easy and not have, if you don't feel like you're ready to tackle that big conversation yet, 
just saying, even if you have to make, oh, I'm on medication or I've got a big thing tomorrow, I got to get up early for the kids got to, I got to get 6am to go to, you know, someone's baseball game. Yep. Those are all, those are all fine. Or the driver. Because, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm DD tonight. To force yourself to be the DD that night. Do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Try. yeah. It's a whole different, a new habit you're trying to, to, <laughs> yeah. to learn of going socially out in a world that's socially like you need to drink they're telling mm-hmm. us and mm-hmm. it's just a new habit that you're forming to socialize without it and I think it's really cool to to socialize without it and what have mm-hmm. you found now like going out you know um, yeah it, I it's such a it's such a man you notice so many things like I'm so much more self-aware Number one, I, I don't pull out pink anymore. I don't do that. I mean, I still have fun dancing, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull out the air guitar. Um, I just, I just feel like I am so much more at ease with myself and I'm, I'm much more in the moment. I'm much more mindful of what I'm doing in that moment. I cannot tell you how many concerts I've gone to or conversations I've had at dinner with friends or whatever. And don't remember a lot of the details. I'm sure they told me something really important and I don't remember it all. Yeah. Um, and just, I'm much more present in my life. And I love that. And I remember the concert. I'm much more like, I'm such in the moment of everything. Yeah. And then I also, I kind of also, uh, <laughs> I observe other people differently now. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm analyzing like, oh, they're drunk, they're not, whatever. For me, it is um, just like, okay, recognizing maybe yeah. that's how I looked when I was drinking and it was just more of like, a, Oh, this is why I'm still not drinking. This is why I'm not drinking. And so those, some of those things kind of come to light when I'm out and about, yeah. you know, so. but you're, you're still, I love, you're still going out. You're going to the concerts. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, mm-hmm. Hallie and I both are really about the benefits that we've, you know, we love talking about the benefits we've received, but also the tips and tricks and things that we've done along the way mm-hmm. to get us to this empowerment position, basically in, in, when you're going out or when you're going alcohol free and mm-hmm. Helen and I are so on point with each other and what we've done that it's exciting. Like the middle of May, you guys, we're going to try to, we're putting something together so that you can ask your questions to us and, and in a live zoom. And I think, more of the goodness needs to be shared, right? Yes, hundred percent. Like what There's to expect so... when you're expecting? We all read that book. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's. Ex- what do you expect when you, you know? Yeah. Go out alcohol. without alcohol. Yeah. Like, yeah. Out or just even just change your relationship with it. Like you don't exactly have to be quitting forever. And yeah, that's a big thing too. So. And this is one of the things. Like since you just said that, um, my relationship with alcohol. I and I will tell you, I just to kind of go back to this, I went 90 days plus I went, actually, I went a year and a half. Um, and out, and, and it was so, um, just the empowerment of it all was almost, that part was almost addicting. I think that was what I was telling you before is it just that feeling of being so mindful and aware was what I craved more than any drink. I would rather pursue empowerment and feeling so in control of myself in a situation than any drink could give me. And so um, as I um, hit that one and a half year mark, we went on vacation and we went to Cabo and as a family and 
hello, Cabo San Lucas, you know, if you've ever been, uh, it's just, you know, you get off the airport and there's a, there's a stand right in the airport. There's one outside you can get Corona's and margaritas and all the things. Right. Yep. And I had two kids that were of age and, um, at the time. And so they got beers and husband got a beer and I find like, you know what, I'm going to test myself. And so I tested myself and I drank a couple drinks of it. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm on vacation. Let's maybe compartmentalize maybe the drinking, whatever. So I, throughout the week, so I had the first like half a beer with my daughter. I shared a beer with her mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, eh, whatever. So then we got to the resort and throughout the week I'd have one or two here and there, but most of the time I was making them, Hey, will you make me this? And just, it was a, my, my own mocktail. I would have them put something together for me. Mm-hmm. And Throughout that week was so, so pivotal in the fact that it, when you say change your relationship to alcohol, no longer did I feel like I had to be at the beach and have a buzz. I was like, I'm here and enjoying my family. I'm here watching the whales in the water. And if I was buzzed to a point where like, I would not even be paying attention, this would be lost on me. And so then I knew that alcohol kind of lost its grip on me because I was much more, um, in alignment with who I was, I think at that point in time when I wasn't, when I wasn't drinking, this was like, this felt more like me. And I kind of was like, when I took a drink or had a drink, I was like, eh, that was kind of my feeling. I just literally was like, eh, could take it or leave it. And I knew then that it had changed forever because my relationship was no longer, I have to have this to be social. I have to have this to experience vacation in a certain way that I've always experienced it. It was now completely had lost its hold over me yeah. and that just took time but it also took me a little experimenting with it again I'd never said I would never again mm-hmm. um but I liked who I was without it for so long that when I introduced it back in I was it, it had lost its you know appeal yeah. for sure so oh I love that I love mm-hmm. that Hallie because and I I think it's not it, people who do who have drank a lot and and used it for social anxiety just life mm-hmm. living I guess mm-hmm. like just whatever and you you know we haven't taken a second guess about it maybe and that's okay because it's everywhere but the fact to know yourself and be yeah. like okay instead of if I get and it's not even like oh when I was drinking I have to grab something because I'm so angry it was just there yeah so I never had the chance or I never maybe gave myself the chance to feel the feels. I say to people, you're going to feel the feels mm-hmm. and it's okay. And you can cry and you can get mad. And I think mm-hmm. we're always looking at this, how to be happy, be more happy. But it's like, <laughs> let's really like, let's just get angry and cry. Like, like you want to feel that, feel it because it yeah. feels good. It's healthy to do. It's okay. And I think that's one thing where I'm like, wow, I can really feel my feelings. And now I really know what is, yeah, like what we like, what we don't like. And it, it, right. it changes with age and stuff like that. But who you like even, who do you want to hang out with? And I, I remember, do you, do you remember going and going like, God, I haven't like woken up on a vacation morning with the sunrise. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So many times. Best so feeling, many times. right? Best and having, and, and having to get up and like get a Bloody Mary first thing, you know, to kind of like, okay, yeah. let's take the edge of this off a little bit. Yeah. Cause you were feeling a little funky from the night before, you, you know, I'm already a tough, like I don't drink enough water or I'm not hydrated anywhere near what I should be. And I, I just think about 
how, and then you're laying in the sun, you're sweating and all, you know, just dehydrated 24 seven. Right. And now here I am like finally addressing that part of my health. I'm like, I'm actually drinking more water than I've ever drank. I'm like, I'm, you know, like, oh gosh. Okay. So this is how it feels to have energy. And a lot of times our energy is depleted because we're just not hydrated enough. And Mm -hmm. so no wonder I was always trying to feel like I was trying to catch up every time the next day because I was just killing my reserves of of water and Oh, I think I was just inside. I probably was like a raisin. I just was dehydrated constantly, just drying my insides out, dehydrating myself from the mm-hmm. time I was, I got in those one. Cause you know, yeah. as a kid, I drank pop mm-hmm. and then I got into, you know, alcohol and I got to college. It was coffee, right. <laughs> to stay up and do all the studying. And then in the weekends yeah. it was, it was the alcohol. I never have probably been hydrated my entire life. So my body's probably like, finally, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, geez, Louise, what do I got to yeah. do to, yeah, what do I got to do to get you to drink some water, girl? So yeah, that kind of stuff, just the next day, not feeling like I, you know, a prune, right? Whatever. Like there's so many, so many things, so many things, aren't there? Yeah. And, and like, and I think the big thing too, is like, like how you said that little voice in your head. And I think mm-hmm. many women are like that and they're ashamed and, you know, I have my shit together and I shouldn't feel that, you know, how do I stop drinking this and how do I still have friends and maintain everything I have going on in life? Because it's the, you may feel it's the only thing that calms you down, but -hmm. if you've been doing it for a little bit, it's doing the opposite. And Mm -hmm. I think that's one big thing. Like it's throwing fuel on your anxiety. It just need to take a couple of days off and there's so many great things you can do besides what if, what are some things that you have found now that, you know, if you're getting a little stressed or whatever mm-hmm. that you, that relieve you instead of alcohol, you know, a huge, huge tool that I've been using is meditation, huge. And just breath work, just breathing, yeah. um, being in the moment of where I'm at, uh, sitting down, I'll go in my chair, um, and going through menopause at the same time. <laughs> So fun, yes. uh, you know, because your body's like trying to throw in all kinds of things at you. It's like dodging boomerangs, I think, left and right. So I'm, I'm, you know, it doesn't take much these days. I am on bioidentical hormones. It does help, which is, you know, key. But prior to this, before I realized I was, you know, cutting, heading into menopause, I would have to sit and breathe. I would go in my closet. I would find a chair in the office and I would sit down and just meditate and find a way to calm myself, just try and you know, I know it's hard to let go of thoughts completely, but if I could just try and let go of that monkey mind that was happening a little bit and just do some deep breathing and um, listen to some music, calming music, those were kind of lifelines. And then the other thing was walking. I would put in a podcast, something that I needed to listen to, a helpful, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts that are really about personal development and personal growth and something that will help me kind of stay on the, on the path of where I want to go. And so I just go for a walk with my headphones or just have been listening to some, I really love music that is, um, they call it, um, binaural beats, which is, you know, I love those. And so it's just this kind of soothing music that helps my brain. And I would just go for a walk and let my brain just do what it needed to do, whether it's dump a bunch of things or just kind of go blank and look around and watch. Yeah. And that, that was, that's been huge for me. Those two things have been my top two oh, for sure. Tools. I can't wait to hike with you. I know. I <laughs> love walk with hike. You. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And, and like paying attention to the sunrise, the sunset, the birds, yes. the noises. And, and we have so many things coming at us with notifications and alarms and mm-hmm. shut that stuff off and mm-hmm. put that phone down and 
look up, right? Look behind you. They say that, you know, how often we don't, you know, look around. We just are looking straight ahead and how bad that is for our our necks even. Yes. Like so much that getting out and doing different things is, is so beneficial. It's, and, it's, yeah. and it actually helps. <laughs> yeah, it actually works. It's crazy how that happens. When we do the things that are supposed to be out there to help us, it actually does its job. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I know in your podcast, the odd podcast, mm-hmm. you ask mm-hmm. people, what's one thing that's making you feel odd right now, mm-hmm. which is awake, well, and empowered. So mm-hmm. I think before we wrap this up, I'd love to know what's making you feel that right now. You know, honestly, it's my, my podcast, creating my podcast. Um, it's one thing. And I have to say, it's something that I never would have done Mm -hmm. if I hadn't stopped drinking because my creativity and just ideas and motivation went through the roof and I never would have created this if it wasn't for, you know, going alcohol free. And when I do my podcast, when I meet people like you, we talk and we share things and the creation process, process of it all, like everything from creating the graphics to writing my little like outline and, and whatever. I just, it feeds me something that I've oh. never felt before. And it just really makes me feel very awake, well, and empowered. That is for sure. Oh, so yeah, I love that. And it's people like you that keep me going too, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm right back at you. I just, I love meeting people that have the same type of just oomph for life, just a zest for life. And I feel like because we are alcohol free, maybe it's the midlife part thrown in there as well. It's kind of this, yep alchemy of where we're at but man I just I love that I'm meeting people that are ready to kind of take life you know by the horns and and head a direction maybe we've never have gone before and I love linking arms with people like you so I mean just I'm so excited to get to know you even better and I cannot wait for us to do our little you know zoom in mid-may and meet more people and just bring more people into the fold I just I'm looking forward to it so much I just love it oh I am too I am too Hallie it's just one you you are so talented in the podcast arena and I love that mm, and, and it's you. taking time to find what fuels us in a good way and it's not about you know goals of status or money or totally. anything like that it's like we are just wanting to feel good yeah and yeah. Feel, find joy right that joyful playful fun how we talked like I think it's gonna happen we will probably be meeting and and going to some retreat I know it'll happen yeah it will it will and I and I <laughs> and you said something about that just I feel like it's it's you mentioned this in my podcast which are, uh, we're gonna it's actually going live today later oh, on today but cool um yeah but you said something in there just about um you know when we go through stuff we go through this hard time and I I look back and I wouldn't ever trade what I've learned because of it all. Um, but I, I feel such a need to, again, serve and use this as a purpose to help others. And I think it's kind of like whenever you do, you know, you have something that happens in your life and you found something that feels good and you found something that can be helpful for others, mm-hmm. you know, why not share this and why not be a, you know, it's whether free. it's just, it's, it's free. free. Yeah. We it's don't free. have a product to sell. We just have yes. nature to look at and, ways of life and that you're not alone. Yeah. And just a community that we want to create a community of women that can come together and feel part of something and not feel so alone in their journey to wherever they're going, whatever that is, if that's whatever, you know, whatever that is. So it could be alcohol, could be food. It could be shopping. It could be anything. It's just things that you don't want to continue doing Mm -hmm. that you're 
that that are waking you up in the middle of the night going, why am I still doing this? Yeah. That's your first clue, right? Like, okay, maybe take a look at that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 There's a lot of, there's a lot of little things that you didn't realize that were happening until you stop. You're like, oh, wow, that was part of that. And Mm -hmm. whether it's anything, like I said, food, shopping, whatever, there's something that it's giving you. This is a really super helpful tip that I got one time is yeah, whatever that is, it's, it's, um, you know, having the glass of wine at night with your husband watching Netflix, or maybe it's binging Netflix. Maybe it's online shopping. Maybe it's gossip. Maybe it's overeating at 10 o'clock at night, whatever that thing is, it's examining what is it giving you? And okay. Are you looking to relax? Are you looking to connect? Are you looking to, you know, um, un- whatever that is, find a connection with your husband, your friends, whatever that is. And then, okay, let's put aside the thing that's not really serving me because it's really not giving me the benefit I'm looking for at, at a deep level. What can I substitute instead? And, and it's putting together like a toolbox almost of like things you can reach for instead. So instead of relaxation with a glass of wine and Netflix, what if I go run a, a nice bubble bath with some essential oils and, and read a book or, mm-hmm. you know, if it's connecting with my spouse, what if we go for a walk together with the dog instead of sitting down and you know watching four hours of Netflix, you know, those right. kinds of things. So it's putting together a list Mm-hmm. Of this, you know, it's still going to give you what you're looking for, that emotion that you want, but in a healthier way. And that was so big for me because I was like, oh, I didn't realize that's mm-hmm. what I was using. I was using that thing to get something that I can actually cultivate in a totally different way that's actually good for me. So, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I love that. That's exactly like, and you have to have a little list because when you're new at these things, you guys, mm-hmm. it's okay to have a list and go, gosh, I don't even remember if you don't know what you like. Hey, it's okay. I've been there. That's how I was. I don't even know what I want to do. I don't know what I like to do. I just, you might go along and do all these things with other people and you're like, it's not really satisfying me. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling, you know, you need to, when you're with people and talking to people or doing things to feel that joy and no stress and no judgment, Mm -hmm. those are the people you need to cling to. And, And I think that's what we're doing. We're trying to find these people and say, Hey, we are here. We're raising our hands come join us, right? Don't be alone. And, and it's uncomfortable at first, but you're in good hands because we've, we've been there. That's right. Right, right. Hallie. I mean, I think that's that's really what we're saying to women is it's okay to want something different now and, and, and to shift a little and especially middle-aged, I think it's happens for many. Um, but to do it in a, in a way that is healthy, like you said. So yeah, yeah. I just love it. Love you. And I love you too. And where can people find you then on your podcast, right? The odd. Yeah, A-W-E-D. the odd. A-W-E-D. Yeah, it yeah. stands for Awake, Well, and Empowered. So that's wow. my, my little acronym there. Um, and it's called, yeah, the Odd Life Podcast. I'm on any any uh, podcast app, uh, Overcast, Spotify, um, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. And then uh, I have two social media accounts or two Instagram accounts. I'm under Hallie underscore Sawyer uh, as kind of like my kind of overall arching one. And then I have a very specific one for the podcast called the odd life. And oh, um, that's awesome. usually kind of where I hang out most of the time. Okay. And then I, of course, I've got a website that you can go to my website too and find the podcast there. And I've got a blog there at halliesawyer.com. Okay. Yeah. Awesome friends. I can't yeah. wait for you guys to all check it out. And yeah. we will be in touch middle of May. Yes. Some type of Zoom um, evening, probably, so people can join. And we're going to have fun. It's going to be what to expect when 
you're not expecting, but (laughs) (laughs) you're birthing a new life. Really? That's right. You are. What to expect when you expect, you know, an alcohol free life. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Hallie. Have a wonderful day. You too, sweetheart. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee with Kara podcast and being here with me and sharing and following. I so appreciate it. If you do want some guidance and support in changing your relationship with alcohol and embracing the empowerment that you have within you, please reach out. You can go to my website, caramens.com. There's a place that you can schedule a free call just to see if we're a match, how I can help. It's totally free, no pressure to hire me or anything, but it's a great starting point and I hope to chat with you. Have an awesome day.